Nicole. Now let's get right to Kim Forrester, founder, chief investment officer at Boca Capital Partners, to give us your takeaway about what's going on in the broader market, right? I know we're going to be focusing a lot on a, a few areas, retail and semis, but isn't it nice to come in in a new month and hit new highs again? Um, that's nice for 401ks and IRAs, but what do you think is the real deal? Are you feeling optimistic? Sure. Well, I kind of have a bias to be an optimist. That's just how I'm created, I suppose. But um, looking at what I heard during earnings season, companies are relatively well positioned. This isn't the best ever environment that they've been in, but it's good enough for them not to really pull back any guidance going forward. So um, I think it's we're set up to be pretty good. Now, there are rough spots in the economy. Um, you know, you were talking about uh, Avis uh, or, you know, the car companies can't get cars. That's kind of a, a problem there because they'd like to rent them out. But, um, you know, there are those areas that are having problems. But we think that over time that should get uh, smoothed out. But it's looking pretty good. Right. And then what about semiconductors? And when we talk about problems, I mean, there was no doubt about the supply chain and the constraints and restraints that, that companies cannot execute. They don't have the chips they need and the ports are packed and, you know, it costs more to get things from point A to point B. At the same time, you think there could be some value, um, at least in some of the names in the group. I mean, I, I really wonder, are they overproducing? I've read a few things, like are they now overproducing the chips or do they have any near-term pricing power at all? Is demand going to wane? These were some of the questions that I was seeing when I was reading about the group a little bit. What are your thoughts when you look at some of the names? I think those are great questions that you always have to ask about any kind of company that makes something, right? Like what does the future look like? And are they supply constrained or is demand falling? I just don't see it. I really, really don't see it. Now there could be pockets where there is less demand, but overall, I think we're gonna use more chips this year than we did last year and more next year than we are this year. So um, a lot of the companies are discussing adding to their capacity by creating new fabs or expanding them. So I think they see the um, you know, expanding pipeline of where their products are gonna get used. So I don't think we have a problem until something like 2024, maybe. And even then, I think these companies are relatively well-disciplined and they understand when they create a new fab that they are going to add mightily to supply so I would think they're going to stage their rollout of their new fabs and not just kind of, you know, have the capacity at 100 percent. So I think they're smart companies, and that's why I'm interested in them. Right. And I see what you're saying. And you had that watch list there of those names. And, and you know, we think about it. We think about auto. We think about mobile. Um, you know, this is all things that will continue to grow in the next five or 10 years. Can I turn your attention over to retail? I was looking at uh, VFC, which is the parent of North Face, right? Um, profit and revenue miss there. And what a great, they have so, uh, several great brands under their umbrella, but you think that there could be some opportunity for people to own and buy into VFC and also Urban Outfitters. Sure. Well, I think that they, uh, VF Corp missed 
but they have a history of having a great supply chain um, part of their business. So they really know what they're doing there. I understand that a lot of Asia, which is where a lot of their products are made, uh, you know, was inconveniently shut down when they were trying to get product for the third quarter or um, for the second and third quarter. So that was kind of tough. But if you're a longer term um, sort of investor, do take a look at this. They, this company has proven time and time again that it can create products that people want to buy in the, over time, right? So it's Vans, it's the North Face. And while they may not be white hot, they're always at the top of um, people's wish list to buy. So that's one. Urban Outfitters, they're kind of a, a funky chain of um, brands like Free People, Anthropology, and yes, Urban Outfitters. But I think they've demonstrated again that time and time again, regardless of what fashion is, they can bring fashion to fashionistas and create you know, demand for their product. They're great merchandisers. And again, I'm looking at their kind of longer term uh, prospects and thinking it's still a pretty good price for what they uh, can do for shareholders. Yeah, and you generally are pretty optimistic. I know that we've spoken many, many times and um, you know, you find the opportunities. In most cases, we've seen a lot of the earnings season be some good news, and um, we're seeing the growth going forward. And some of these retailers are just really preparing ahead of time for the holidays. Mm -hmm. It's their big season, and if they don't step up now, they never will. So I think that they've really put a whole lot of energy into making sure they have stuff to sell in their stores. Yeah, and the consumers already started shopping in many cases. Uh, Kim Forrest, great to see you. Thank you always. A great conversation looking at some really key names. Kim Forrest, Boca Capital Partners. Thank you.